0: Hello everyone and welcome to the plebeians Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host Nick Delfino and joining this week as always our very own commissioner
1: Ryan Fitch. Ryan, we just drafted. I know it was a great time. I love drafting. We should do it again. We should do a league where we just draft every week. It'd be awesome. Wait, I'd, that's just actually, fantasy. Never mind. That. It would prevent a lot of the <laughs>
0: pitfall that we normally wouldn't run into. But you know, we, we have what we have and we got a lot to talk about. So Ryan, why? What did
1: you see out there that just absolutely blew your mind? Because I saw stuff. Yeah. I mean, I think right away, you got to look at Austin. Austin goes in every year with the same strategy of picking all New England players and people from California. And this year, he didn't do that. He did start off his draft with Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski, two of his favorite players, as you can expect. And then he goes off script. He went Lamar Miller in the third. Keenan Allen right after that. I mean, guy was all over the place, picking people from Miami, Seattle, Oakland, Minnesota, he doesn't care about region anymore. It's fantastic. Glad to have you in the league, Austin.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's pretty scary because I think, you know, we have, we have a custom of kind of writing off and off thing. He picked all Patriots. He won't really be a competitor. And this year, it seemed like he was going down that path, right? Like one, two, New England. Oh, yeah, obviously, obviously. And then totally just switched it up. And now I don't know what to expect. And now I'm a little nervous. He's on the, he's on the Cal. He's on the West Coast now. His mind's totally different. He's seeing clearly, and I'm scared.
1: Yeah, I think he might actually be a contender. Who knows? I mean, let's just get into it. Let's, dra- uh, let's grade all the drafts that we saw today. I mean, I will grade them. You'll just react. Yeah, I've, these are Ryan's draft rates, just to
0: clarify, because I certainly don't agree with some of them, and you'll know why soon enough. But yeah, Ryan, go ahead. Let's see what you said. I mean, the first up is you. I wonder
1: how you think you did. Hmm, how did I do? Well, I mean, I'm the best drafter here, obviously. So, and I think I killed it tonight. So I gave myself an A, you know, I got Mike Evans at pick four. Jordan Howard fell to me in the second round. Got two receivers I really liked after that. Devontae Parker, Martavis Bryant, Kareem Hunt in the third round. Cam Newton, Travis Kelsey. I mean, Chris let Travis Kelsey slide all the way to the fifth round. Come on. Right, if, I, if I may interject, I just do want to say you are playing me
0: the first week. And you actually did pick two players who, you know, by, by sheer luck or accident, coincidence, have a, now have a bye week their first week. So, I mean, you think you drafted well maybe long-term, but short-term, Ryan, I, I, I feel
1: pretty good. I feel nice. I mean, you can feel great however you want, but let's get into your pick, Nick, because I gave oh, you a okay. C+. Plus. Eh. I, I know, you're not going to be happy with this low. Little... I'm not happy. I'm just, you know, it is what it is now, right? I, I know how I stack up. Yeah, we'll settle it week one. We'll settle at week one. We'll figure it out. But no, <laughs> no, please. I want to hear your input. All right, I liked your first two picks. You got the players you wanted. You picked Antonio Brown. You stuck to your guns, hoping Aaron Rodgers would fall to you. He did, round two. Uh, I'm not really a fan of your running backs, DeMarco Murray, Mike Gillislee. not really a fan of Larry Fitzgerald or Eric Decker. I mean, you got Jordan Reed as your tight end. He's solid. And your bench, eh? It leaves much to be desired for me.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I definitely think it's true. A lot of the running backs fell really early on, and I was kind of left with a lot of third-rate picks, so to speak. So it's kind of rough in that regard. But as you said, I got who I wanted, and I think that's going to carry me. I'm going to, I'm going to rely on the carry of A. Rod and uh, Antonio Brown. See how that, see how that works. And we'll find out week one, Ryan. I'm right here. We'll, we'll find out week one. Everyone I'm right that. here. We'll, we'll get into it later in the pod. We'll get we will. We'll talk about matchups later, but I'll give you a spoiler. Ryan and I are playing week one. <laughs>
1: spoiler. All right. Let's go into the last person of our division. Your dad. Big Joe. Good guy. <laughs> I'd hope you think he's a good guy. He's a, he's a great guy. All right. So I gave him a B+. I think he has the best wide receivers in our league. He's Brandon great. Cooks. Jordy Nelson, Alshon Jeffrey, really solid wide receivers. Running backs, I'm not a big Marshawn Lynch guy, and definitely not a Laguerre Blunt guy. I don't think anyone should be a Laguerre Blunt guy. Tight end Jimmy Graham, solid player. Quarterback Matt Ryan, MVP of the league last year. So pretty solid starting lineup. I thought he had a good draft. You th- thought he came out of nowhere, correct? I thought he's an absolute dark horse.
0: I, I think he picked a lot of, I, I think he was a sleeper hit for me because I kind of had the mindset that he would pick a lot of Philadelphia people kind of like how Austin picks a lot of Patriots people but then I don't know You shocked me he didn't didn't pick Carson Wentz at all you know he really didn't seem that super interested in him and uh ended up getting a lot of good picks I, I feel like I don't know I feel like our division is the toughest division I feel like there's a lot of really competitive people taking it pretty seriously now and from what I can tell we all got good players I mean Ryan clearly your opinion differs you gave me a c-plus
1: but eh.
0: we'll yeah we find I think, out
1: I think our division's probably the most competitive. If not, there's one other division, I'm eyeing for that, but we'll get into that later. Let's we're do gonna, it We're going to move on to the next division go with Chris Davies division. That'd be Chris Almog and Joe jr. Is this the more competitive division or potentially it is, it is not really, it really isn't no you think it's a steamroll? I don't like well, anyway steamroll. anyway, no we're talking about Chris we'll talk about let's go I think there's Chris and Almog and then Joe I mean, he was in Tokyo, so he was still it was still was pretty in early Tokyo. in the morning for him but Let's start with Chris. Um, he was very happy getting AJ Green at pick six. I'm not a fan of that pick. Melvin Gordon in the second round, great pick. Great pick there. Uh, going out the rest of his lineup, Carlos Hyde, not really a fan. Demaryius Thomas, eh. Zach Ertz, eh. Even Tyreek Hill in a PPR league. I don't know how well he's going to do. His bench, though, I'm going to give it to him. Great bench. It's the only, probably the only team in the entire league where I'm more excited for his bench than his starting lineup. I like Joe Mixon on his bench. I like Derrick Henry on his bench. I like Alvin Kamara. I like Dante Foreman. So he definitely has some solid players who might break it out later in the the year. I'm not a fan of his starting lineup. So I gave him a B, a B minus, actually. B minus.
0: You know, Chris, I I think the takeaway is Ryan likes your bench, and that's great. And that means you got good trading potential with Ryan. So I think leverage that. Would Ryan ever trade with you? Probably not. But, you know, I'll trade with anyone. My my phone's always open. Phone's always... See, slide into go. my DMs, Chris. Slide into my DMs. I am hooking people up here tonight. So let's make it happen. All <laughs> All right.
1: All right. on. to Bach. Mog Daddy flex himself. I mean, whereas your dad has the best wide receiver core in the league, yeah. Alma clearly has the best running backs in the league. Le'Veon Bell is eco-Elliott first two rounds. Just fantastic. I mean, you really can't get any better than that, the running backs. Zeke, will he get suspended? We, we'll find out. the Next couple days, it is a risk, but he does. He did pick up Darren McFadden as insurance. I mean, as Danny Woodhead, it's another solid player. Then you go on to his wide receivers, not a fan of these. You got T.Y. Hilton without Andrew Luck for how long? We don't know. Kelvin Benjamin, who knows how Carolina will move the ball this year. I mean, Brandon Marshall, he could be okay. Kenny Britt is interesting. And then for quarterback, you got Ben Roethlisberger, tight end, Evan Ingram. So I don't know, it was a really high high with his running backs and then the rest of his roster eh. i did give him a b just because of how strong his running backs are
0: i i see a lot of risk with Almog's team because i think he, he went really heavy in running backs i think that's really obviously he's gonna get a lot of points there especially if ezekiel Elliott ends up playing but i mean i feel like with the ppr league you know wide receivers are really going to be a, so, a solid core of points but i think on top of that though if you have really good running backs like i mean he has some of the best you, you can easily trade you know, when you got top tier to talent like that, you can easily get anything you're you're lacking.
1: Yeah, I mean, I agree. I mean, you got to start with a solid foundation. I texted him; he said he's a fan of his draft. So, I mean, you can really only please yourself here, right, Nick? That's true. I feel very pleased. <laughs> I mean, I have I have one of the lowest rankings right now, and I'm 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 hyped. I'm happy. Well, to that be. Cha- that changes right here because we're gonna move on to your brother, Joe, dear friend of mine, dear family member of mine. <laughs> Not just family member, but a dear friend, <laughs> dear friend as well. Drafted all the way from Tokyo. So first off, thank you for the the commitment to the league. I hear up. Ryan. He woke up at four a.m. for this. I mean, he didn't 100? have to, he didn't have to because it was eight
0: thirty his time. I heard he was just so paranoid about missing the draft though, that he woke up at four a.m. drank <laughs> four Red Bulls in the course of an hour just so he wouldn't miss. It. I don't that's know. It's all hearsay true. right now, but
1: that's what that's what wow. I heard. I, I think heard. all that extra energy might have gotten to him. Because really, first round got Julio Jones, and then after that, I'm really not a fan of his team. Russell Wilson's solid. Todd Gurley, who knows how he'll bounce back this year. Mark Ingram, who knows how the New Orleans running back's gonna shape out. Michael Crabtree is okay. Martellus Bennett could be interesting as a tight end. Mohamed Sanu, definitely not a fan of there. And then his bench. I mean, he picks some New England players. He does have Drew Brees on his bench as well. So he has very interesting quarterback trades. I mean, there are definitely some people here who can use a quarterback. I'll get into that in the next couple of people. But besides that, I gave him a D because outside of Julio Jones, I'm just not a fan of the roster. I mean, this isn't the final roster most likely. He has to make a trade. So we'll see how that goes.
0: Can't wait. And you'll hear about it here first. Well, probably not first, but eventually. So let's move on to the last person in this uh, division. Kevin. No, this is a new division, Nick. Oh, it's a new Oh my god, you're so right. That's so
1: embarrassing. Yeah, sorry. Oh Move on to a new division with Kevin. Well, Kevin, I'm a big fan of Kevin's draft. I'm giving him a B plus. One second we find his draft. Yep. All right. So we had David Johnson, Leonard Fournette. As you can tell, guys, we prepared very much for this. So we got David Johnson, Leonard Fournette as his running backs. Really solid there. Doug Baldwin, Sammy Watkins, and Devontae Adams. I mean, a lot of risk there, I think, but solid players, definitely talented, definitely could end up as one of the best receiving cores, but if Luck goes the other way, he might not be happy with his receivers. Quarterback, though, Andy dalton that's the real question mark. He did pick Andrew Luck, but we don't know how long Andrew Luck's going to be out. Mm-hmm. So I am a B plus because he has good skill guys, good running backs, solid wide receivers, but Andy Dalton's just not going to cut a quarterback if Andrew Luck's out for a significant amount of time. Is
0: that someone Joe should be looking at? My brother Joe should be looking at and saying, I wonder if he's open to a trade.
1: Cle- clearly. I mean, Kevin, ha- Kevin has the skill guys. And even on his bench, he has some solid, yeah. solid skill guys. CJ Anderson, Deshaun Jackson, Corey Coleman. Cole Beasley's out there as well, you know? so I, I, mean, I, out, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, I found Kevin to be very cool, calm, and collected during the entire drafting process. I mean, and I think that shows in his picks. I mean, he got, I think he got, I mean, from what I could tell, he didn't get exactly what he wanted. It sounded like Almog sniped a lot of the people he he wanted to get, mostly running backs, obviously. But I mean, even with that, even with kind of his plans getting shaken up, he still performed really well. He also gave Austin some solid headphone recommendations uh, earlier on. And, you know, that's just all around. That's just nice. I'm glad we can all
1: come together to help. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, friends got to help friends. But we're going to move on to Rachel. And here's Being your friends, I'll make friends. <laughs> <laughs> here's the other person that Joe may want to look to for a trade because I gave her a C plus. Like I said, good, just like Kevin, good skill guys. LaShawn McCoy at running back, Dalvin Cook, big fan there. des Bryant and Terrell Pryor as her wide receivers. Quarterback Joe Flacco? Are we serious? Are we really going to be having a fantasy team starting Joe Flacco in doesn't our league? Doesn't really like? Doesn't she really like Joe Flacco? I don't know why you would. I don't I know.
0: I'm not saying there's a reason. I thought like she just liked Joe Flacco. I don't know if it was like his last name or something. It is pretty fun to say. Like I would enjoy saying it does that. It throw
1: off the tongue. But I don't even think the people in Baltimore like Joe Flacco, and he plays on their team. He won them a Super Bowl. I still don't think they like him. Yeah.
0: But her yeah. bench, is,
1: her bench is solid. Allen Robinson, Adrian Peterson, Tyrell Williams. I like those players. So yeah, just here's another person. Joe could trade with to hopefully offload one of his quarterbacks and get some skill players. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's all pretty accurate. Did did you did you see Rachel pick anybody? Wow, oh,
1: that was Kevin's shadow hand kind of reaching in. I didn't. They weren't. Rachel wasn't in the Discord. It's true. Kevin claimed she was at work. Got a believer. Didn't hear her in the background. Yep. So I mean,
0: we'll wait and see how it shakes out. But yeah. Ron and I got our eyes on you two. I mean,
1: can never look away. I can't. So going to move on to Austin. So as we talked about, Austin, you know, we didn't know what to expect. He could have picked all New England players. I thought he was going to get an F for this draft. And so because I expected such a low bar, I'm giving him a high grade of an A-. minus Because he, did, he didn't He did pick all New England players. Lamar Miller, as we talked about. Keenan Allen, I'm a fan of him. Chris Hogan could be solid. That is a New England player. But the other players like Jarvis Landry, Eddie Lacy, Latavius Murray. It's not the best roster. It probably isn't an A minus graded roster because the bar's so low for Austin, and that he far exceeded our expectations. like him an A minus.
0: Yeah, no, I think the shock value with Austin just, you know, not picking all Patriots is really a reason to elevate him. And I think I think it makes it makes this league a lot more competitive. So I'm kind of excited to see how it that, shakes out.
1: That division's ripe right uh, for the taking now. Austin. Yeah, I yeah, I really run. thought
0: like that was kind of going to be a Kevin team role, but now I feel like everyone's competitive in that league, and I'm just glad I'm not in it. I'm glad I'm not in that.
1: All right, so we're going to move on to the last division. We're going to start with Richard. Richard actually has, outside of me, obviously, my favorite draft of the night, Kirk Cousins at quarterback, Christian McCaffrey, Amir Abdul, Jay Ajayi as his running backs, wide receiver OBJ fell to him at, at eighth, I think, and he kept saying that during the draft, DeAndre Hopkins, Stephon Diggs, Willie Snead, so he has some, some hype on his bench, he also has Kenny Galladay and Samadre Piran, players that I like. Maybe, hopefully, they break out for him. So I think he's just solid all around. So I gave him an A. Yeah. No, I think that's totally
0: fair. I mean, I, I looked at Richard's draft. I, I don't mean really, It looks great. Uh, I mean, he's been studying a lot. He's been doing a lot of mock drafts from what I can see. And it, and it shows. Once again, I, don't think, I think he got everything he wanted. I think even when his train did get derailed, he, he knew exactly how to write it.
1: And it shows. So, let's move on to Peter. Peter was playing Overwatch during his draft, and it shows he wasn't fully committed. Mm -mm. I gave him a C. I mean, he does have solid players. He has Jameis Winston. I like him. Devonta Freeman. Michael Thomas out of New Orleans for wide receiver. But then he has some questionable players in his lineup. He has Jonathan Stewart. Golden Tate. Ty Montgomery. Not players I'm particularly fond of. Picked a kicker in the eighth round, which is a big reach. I mean, he... He might need the points, but yeah, I mean, he was clearly distracted. So, yeah, I think you get what you get.
0: Yeah, I think Peter realized he went off the rails, and then just wanted to kind of get some consistent points, and that's why he chose the kicker. But I mean, you you can't justify the rest of the draft. I mean, the biggest lingering though, Ryan, is did he even win the game he was playing? We don't even Uh, know. Oh no, he's bad at video. So, oh wow, I'm I'm Peter. I didn't say that. I just (laughs) want to say I did not say you're. That was Ryan. I I hope you won your game. And for all I know, you you probably did. But that's what I want to know, Peter. Just DM me. DM
1: me with the the details. All right, and Time to move on to the last team. That's Sydney Packer. So, we have some controversy here. Sid had trouble with the draft client, I would say. Thought she wasn't really paying that much attention, I guess. David Johnson, the running back got picked at two. She was sitting at pick five. She also wanted David Johnson, so she picked David Johnson, the Pittsburgh tight end, who was most likely not going to play at all. So that's really unfortunate. And she kind of tilted out of the draft from that point on. She, before she left, she picked up Bilal Powell, Isaiah Crowell. I mean, then the computer did all the work for her. Dak Prescott. She has okay wide receivers and Amari Cooper and Emmanuel Sanders. But yeah, losing your first round picks is not going to be great. So, I gave Sid the only F of the night. But hey, it's Sid. So, anything can happen. Yeah, I was going to say around, you
0: know, I, looking at the league roster, I was reminded of Sid's team name, and you just said it, anything can happen. And, and that is the beauty and the terror in Sid's team every year is that y- you think you have it figured out with her roster, and things fall into place, and all of a sudden you've lost, and you don't know why. So, she had a rough draft. I don't think anyone, you know, is going to say she didn't. But she, I, I think she can easily turn it around. And as always, Sid, just please don't hurt Aaron Rodgers. I can't stress that enough. He's a good man with a good heart. Please don't hurt him. Please. And we've
1: seen Sid come back from worse. So We First have.
0: There is a lot. So, Ryan, those are draft cards. Do you have any other closing comments before we
1: a brief break and then come back? um no i just want to say guys i apologize if me or nick are cutting out during the podcast just deal with it you know it's not a professional operation it d- it's going to happen so you know with that we'll move on to the week one matchups
0: all right everyone we're going to take a brief break and then we're going to be coming back with week one matchups And we're back coming in hot with week one matchups. And the first one we got is the hottest of all. It is myself versus Ryan. Ryan, what do you have to say about this? Because I know how I
1: feel. Well, Nick, it's our podcast matchup of the week. So this is the featured matchup. Everyone should be looking out for that. And as we will do for every single matchup, we're going to make picks. So, and then we're going to see who's the best picker out of all of our matchups. That's so season. true. I mean, this, this one's easy for me, Ryan. I'm, I'm picking myself.
0: If I'm looking at projections right now, which I am, by the way, then I see myself at 117 points, and I see you at 108 points. So it's like it's already over. It's, it's already been decided. If you want to just remove all the players from your team that are currently active, <laughs> wouldn't it be a bad idea? Just give it right, up. As
1: we all know, projections mean everything in our league. Our members have found that out well. And despite that, I'm going to pick myself. I do have Devontae Parker and Mike Adams on Hurricane Irma by yeah. So, not a fan of that, but I think my team's that much better than Nick's. and Richard coming in off screen. He says his pick is also Nick. So we have wow. two people for Nick, one people from Brian. And Richard, then... I wish you hadn't done that. Now I feel
0: like there's pressure on me. I already feel <laughs> really. Oh man. Okay. Well, anyway, I'm not going to dwell on that. T- Team Nick, let's go. Uh, get on the bandwagon, or you know, don't. That's fine. That's your choice. I'm not gonna hold you. Hold it against you.
1: All right, let's move on. We got Peter Leanderis versus Joe Junior. Oh wait, no, this is Joe Senior. We the metrons, yeah. Joe Senior. My bad. Um, I, I confuse these two the entire time. So we have Peter still has Jameis Winston in as his quarterback who's on bye so he's not gonna want to do that so if he changes that he, right now he's only predicted for 94 points but then that'll bring his projections most likely above Joe's who's at 106 so let's see my prediction's gonna be well, I gave Joe a D so I can't really pick him I know this is Joe Senior. This is Joe Senior, yeah. Oh, this is Joe Senior. B, Joe Senior, B plus. This should be an easy yeah, pick. Point. I'm going. I'm going Joe Senior. I'm going Joe Senior too. He's gonna to crush it. And Richard Richard's, Fick. He sweeps it. Also Joe Senior. Senior 3-0, Peter. Hopefully you can ups- pick it, make an upset. Peter, I really hope you won that maybe. Overwatch match.
0: I, I really do because if you didn't, then this is just gonna sing even more. Oh I feel God. like this is not an insult to to loss Overwatch match. Um,
1: yeah. All right. Here's a, a nice rivalry match for us, mm-hmm. Almog versus Chris. So this is further an interdivision division matchup for them. So that could help a lot for playoff seeding. So Chris right now has projected for 119 points, Almog for 120. Every, every team's at full strength, I believe, except Almog with Doug Martin. But I don't even know if Doug Martin cracks his starting lineup. And any interesting matchups? I mean, he has, has Zeke guaranteed for this week, and Pittsburgh going against Cleveland. They always eat up there. Chris has Mel, Melvin Gordon going on the late night, and the oh, Chargers kicker, plus Demarius Thomas. So we're not going to find out until, like, 1 a.m. who wins this matchup Monday. And with I mean,
0: that... I, yeah, with that, I was going to say, I'm, gonna, I'm probably going to go on. Many good backs that... He's just gonna, gonna cruise so many points that way. He's at full strength right now.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't know. They're both pretty close in my book. But with the matchups, I'm gonna go Almog as well. And Richard also picks Almog. We're sweeping the board. So, not much wow. ascension here.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think I, I do wanna say though, it's gonna be really. Like, I, I know I picked Almog pretty quickly. But this could easily go for Chris. I mean, their projections are neck and neck, and I think this will be a down to the wire. As you said, this is game. This is going to go to one AM until we know who won. So it's going to be that close. But I think at the end, Almag is going to get above.
1: Yeah, we know Chris. Chris probably won't can't stay up to even watch his team win or lose.
0: I think that was going to hurt him ultimately because you know each player really relies on the energy. <laughs> and the less viewers, you know, the le- less performance.
1: Alright, let's move on to another interesting matchup. Rachel versus Kevin. Inter-divisional as well. I mean, and inter-household. They live together. Yep. So, could cause some strife.
0: Definitely gonna cause strife.
1: Right I... now, Rachel's predicted for 108. Kevin's predicted for 120. And all I can say here is Rachel's starting Joe Flacco, so I'm picking Kevin.
0: I, I wouldn't be surprised, though, if Rachel picks have a different quarterback. Um, I'm going to go a little contentious. I'm actually going to pick Rachel on this. Oh, picking the upset. I'm going to pick the upset on this because I, I think Rachel will listen to the podcast. I think she'll switch her quarterback out, and I think that's going to change things a little bit. So we're going to have to see how it plays out, but I'm going underdog here. Rachel,
1: come on. Prove, prove me right. Please. And Richard also picks Kevin. So, Rachel, use that as motivation. I'll I'll sit alone. Rachel, I'm in your corner right now. And then our last interdimensional divisional matchup is Sydney versus Richard. So, Sydney's projected for 97 points. Richard projected for 117. Both teams... Uh, Richard is affected by Hurricane Irma. Does he have people on by who he's yeah, starting he's right J- now? he is J.I.J.A. I. So, but he so he's Amir Abdul in instead. Still projected for twenty more points. I think. I know it's hard to go against the Sid Magic, but I didn't like what I saw tonight. So I'm picking Richard.
0: Yeah, this is definitely uh, yeah, I definitely wanted this to be a little more competitive. That being said, I'm going to stick with my
1: underdog streak. I'm going to go Ooh. Sid. I believe in they Sid. I do not distrust the Magic. Nick, you're going to put yourself behind in our fantasy Pickskin can pick them. <laughs>
0: Ryan, i think you put in i think you're putting yourself behind honestly because you, you gotta trust blind luck sometimes and that's what i'm doing right now so sid this is your call the the reigning champ is in your corner right now you know you can still pick it up you can still bring it back so let's see
1: it all right and richard says lol jk i already won so We're just BMing you, Sid. Use that as energy. You
0: take that, you take that
1: trash talk in,
0: you spit it right back at him in terms of point scoring and just general winning.
1: All right. So we're gonna move on to the the last matchup of the week. Joe Jr., I'm gonna get that one right this time. Probably not, actually. I'll probably mess that up at some point. Versus Austin. (laughs)
0: Um I mean, this is also probably another really close one. Uh, right sorry, now, projection-wise, Joe's junkets. He's traveling all around the world, and his team is going to dunk left and right. I'm using a lot of different sports analogies right now. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, re- I really I, – I'm, I'm going to have to go – us all away with the surprise picks, but I think at the end of the day, uh, Joe's been, Joe's been, Joe's been playing the, play the field a little longer, and I think it's going to come to fruition.
1: Nick, who you pick again? Sorry, I don't think the people heard that.
0: Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I'm going to be picking uh, Joe Jr. Uh, this round. I, I mean, I think Austin surprised us all, but ultimately, Joe's been in the field longer. I think it's going to show.
1: Alright, well, I don't know if Joe will be able to even watch the games. I don't know if it'll be on at an appropriate time for him to watch games. So I'm going to pick Austin. <laughs> Austin has a lot of people going tomorrow. People, the Super Bowl winning team usually does very well on the Thursday night games. Austin has a lot of Patriots. I'm going to go with that strategy and I say he carries the victory. Wow. And Richard picks with me again and he's going to pick Austin as well. So,
0: you know, I'm not taking the easy picks. I'm taking the, you know, the more interesting picks because I'm here for the sets. I'm here for the underdog. I'm here for the fun. Yeah, if you're just I, picking the most statistically impressive team, you're going to let yourselves down because they're not the ones who end up winning hey, as we know, you know from know our and
1: more so. Hey, anything like it's football. We all know anything can happen.
0: Anything so. can happen. Well, I think, I think that, Ryan, do you have any other
1: comments on the week? Actually, I, I don't. I'm looking forward to week one, everyone. Uh, good luck. Yeah, I just want to say, best of luck to everybody
0: playing. Ryan, Except, except Nick. I was,
1: uh, Ryan, you took that away from me. I was going to say, except you.
0: Damn it. Well, it, it still stands, Ryan. You know what, Ryan? No, I want it to be a good game. I want it to be very close, and I want you to lose an absolute heartbreaker, so... I can't wait for that. I'm looking forward to it. But uh, anyway, so this week we're actually not doing sound off, just to clarify. But hey, I bet Ryan and I said a lot of stuff that upset a lot of you about your teams or just you personally. And if it did, we would love to hear about it. So if you were upset, you were frustrated, record a clip. Send it to Richard. We'll, we'll discuss it on the show live on air. You're probably just going to embarrass yourself more. But I mean, why not at this point? You're already, it's already happening. Yeah, I guarantee to upset some people tonight. Oh yeah, I think I'm 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 upset. I might send us. I'm a, I host the show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but anyway guys, with that being said, thank you so much for listening to the Plebeian's Fantasy Football podcast. Please like and rate us wherever you get your podcasts from. Thank you so much. And good luck, plan. All right, well, we're out. Ciao.